Welcome to the Own Your Hustle podcast. My name is Ruby Lee. I'm a side hustle coach, entrepreneur, and all the energy you need to turn your idea into freedom. Here's a little something about me. I was once nearly fired for having a side hustle, and today I dedicate my life and business to enabling early stage entrepreneurs everywhere to create options in their career and abundance on their own terms, some while still balancing a day job. Side hustlers are the future of work, and I am unapologetic for our ambition. From working through your hundred ideas to creating a successful sideline business, I'll share my own experiences, practical tips, and help you crush through those mindset blockers. So if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's get started. I am so excited, you guys. Thank you so much for coming back on here, listening in on this episode. First and foremost, I just wanted to tell you why I'm so excited because I found out this morning that I am ranked in the top 200, the Own Your Hustle podcast in the business category for Apple iTunes. And I am so incredibly encouraged right now. I'm so motivated to keep making these episodes, making these podcasts, because I know how many of you are just feeling so incredibly motivated to push forward in your side hustle, give your side hustle a go. And if I can be one small part of your journey in helping you move some of your dreams forward and helping your ideas come to life, I am one happy woman. Literally, thank you so much for tuning in, leaving me all of your comments, coming back to me on Facebook and on Instagram, and for just continuously letting me know how much my episodes and this podcast is impacting you. I read every single one of them and try and respond to all of them. And from the bottom of my heart, thank you so, so much. Now, today... I wanted to talk to you as I'm looking out over the city of Melbourne. It's nine o'clock at night right now, and it is so beautiful. I see all the lights glistening, and my gosh, I am feeling ever so grateful for this amazing life that I now get to lead. But this was an all not possible. It was not possible at all without me putting daily habits of success into place. Now, I wanted to spend today and this episode, firstly, walking you through some of the daily habits that I adopted whilst I was a side hustler and some of the habits that I've now taken into my main hustle game and why some of these habits have really helped me continue to not just gain momentum, but keep that momentum going and keep that energy source fueled up so that I can continue creating. I can continue giving back to you guys. I can continue to maintain the own my own energy that I need, whether it be in the mind, in the body, in the spirit, to then really feel like I am giving everything I can, all of my value, all of my insight, all of my love, all of my happiness to each and every single one of you out there. When I was a side hustler, 
So I was a side hustler for three years, as you know. I firstly started side hustling when I was in corporate and it was definitely something that I did um, right after work. You know, I had a very demanding day job as a corporate recruiter. I managed a team of seven to nine, depending on contractors. And I was so tired at the end of each day. I worked long hours. It would be very typical of me to finish the day uh, at around maybe like seven o'clock at night. I'd come home. I would put my feet up. This is pre-kids, by the way. And, you know, I'd have dinner with my um, boyfriend at the time, now husband. And then honestly, by like nine o'clock, I was hitting the laptop again, answering emails, getting back to candidates, setting up my workflow for the next day. And that left me with little to no time to concentrate on my side hustle. My side hustle at the time was a recruiting blog. And I knew that I wanted to start one. I just didn't really know like how much content I needed to be putting out there. I didn't actually even really know who my audience like was and like I knew who I wanted them to be and I knew I was getting readers, but I wasn't quite sure about my readership and my demographic because I didn't really know how to look that up at the time, to be honest. But in saying that, I knew I wanted to create. I wanted to spend some time in the day to do that. And it was nearly impossible for me to find the time. How many times have we told ourselves we wish we just had more time. Or how many times have you sat down with your mates and on the weekend you're having your $18 avocado on toast and you're going, damn it, another week's gone by and I just really had this awesome business idea, but mate, so hard to find the time, you know? Um, Or, you know, you're sitting down with your best friends and over a glass of wine in the evening and they're going, hey, 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 last time we spoke, you were talking about this business idea. How's that going? And you're thinking, oh man, shit, it's been like a month and I've done absolutely nothing. There's my email going off. But, you know, it's like I've done absolutely nothing to move forward in my hustle. It is an all too common occurrence. And this is exactly the way that I lived my side hustle. You know, I probably couldn't even validate it at that point point in time. And it was right then I decided I need to make time and space. I no longer want to have the excuse of, oh, I don't have enough time in my day because I am now making a decision to make time in my day. So once I made that decision, here's how it looked. 6am I would get up and I would feed my mind and I would feed my body. Not literally, not, not as in breakfast, but I would look after myself. So I would either spend an hour, 45 minutes to an hour doing yoga or running on the treadmill or doing some weights. I'd be doing something to move my body. I just felt that was the best way to start my day. And it was a fantastic way to also clear the mind and get super, super focused on what I wanted to achieve. By the time I got back, if it was seven o'clock, this is the other thing that I did. I journaled. So I write a lot. I am naturally a writer. I've always gravitated to it. As a child, I had so many journals. I was like the dear diary gal. And then heading into like university, I would always journal about my day. I would journal about 
boyfriends. I would journal about how much I just hated university. I just would journal about how I just wanted to travel the world. And then as I moved into business and corporate life, I would journal about my dreams, my goals, my career plan, all those sorts of things, which then gave me incredible clarity in my career. And now I was implying, implementing that into my side hustle and my business. And so I'd spend 15 minutes journaling what my intentions were. Intentions for me were maybe two or three actions and um, maybe even like a mantra. So something like, you know, I will overcome um, whatever it was for the day, or um, I'm a magnet for people who need my energy today. Like I would say really positive things that would be all about surrounding myself with light and with uh, a wonderful set for the day, right? Like it's almost just making this promise to yourself, like I will be having this kind of day. Then after that, I'd obviously get ready for work. I'd head into work and I would intentionally just kind of give myself time um, as I'm grabbing my morning coffee to write down a couple of ideas for my blog. And I would literally just bring out notes on my phone and I would start to write down topic ideas, you know, um, how to best make use of your time having a coffee with a recruiter for the first time. I'm like, oh yeah, that sounds cool. I'd write that down. Then I'd go about my day and lunchtime would come around. Now, lunchtime for a recruiter is often the busiest times. I mean, think about all the times that you've interviewed in jobs. You would typically either request um, an early morning interview, a lunchtime interview or after work. And of course, our lunch times would be pushed out. So my lunchtime would probably be typically about 2 p.m. in the afternoon once all my interviews were done. And for that hour, it was actually so blissful because most people were at their desks working. I had an hour to myself and I'd actually grab my lunch, grab a meeting room. And for that hour, I would start to actually write that blog. I'd write that topic and off I went, you know, three tips to nail your coffee interviews. So I would be usefully spending that one hour instead of just, you know, I don't know, having chats with my peers and colleagues about like what I was, you know, watching the night before, what's on social media. I mean, all those things don't get me wrong are so important in building team morale. But when you are in full on side hustle mode, there are sacrifices and challenges that you kind of need to kind of decide like what's going to be best for you. If every single lunchtime doesn't work, then just do it once or twice a week. So you feel like you're gaining maximum time. You're gaining two extra hours a week to work on your business. And that to me totally changed my game. I was creating content during the day. I felt alert. I felt awake when I was writing content, way less mistakes. Like it was so, so great for my hustle. In the evenings, by the time I got home, same place. I mean, I'd still be really tired and I still had some emails to catch up on. But here was the other thing. I started to learn how to set boundaries in my main hustle. I started to say to work and, you know, say to my candidates, I will be offline from 6 p.m. every single night because I need to have me time. I need to have time to rejuvenate and rest. And I told my manager, I told my team, do you know what? No one cared. You know why? Because I made up the rule that I had to jump back online at 9 p.m. to answer work emails. So really check in with the rules that you've made up for yourself that could also buy you more time in your side hustle, but also 
give you all this creative energy and space to concentrate on what makes you so happy, right? So I Stopped emails at 6 p.m. And literally after dinner from 7.30 to 9, I would be doing things like finding imagery for my blogs. I would be putting together coaching packages. I'd be thinking about ways on how to market. I would be uploading on my social media accounts, like the business ones um, with motivational quotes or um, you know ways to actually gain a following and a tribe. So just like that, I was giving myself at least another four to five hours a day to work on my side hustle. That is so powerful in itself. Four hours a day is incredibly productive time. If you just spend it in creative mode, you don't even realize that you've had four hours to just be in your happy place. Seriously, give it a go. Learn about yourself. When you come to think about boundaries, you will learn about your thinking around, oh my gosh, of course. Like, why was I giving myself the time to jump back online between 9 to 10 p.m. at night to answer work emails just to feel like I was doing something or just to feel like, oh, if someone sees me online at 10 p.m., maybe they'll also see how hard I'm working. No, it doesn't work that way and it doesn't serve the greater purpose. It doesn't serve the greater purpose. Now, moving along as I moved into like the side hustle period when I was at Cogent, where I was with a very, very um, amazing employer who supported me and who gave me time. During the time I was at Cogent, I fluctuated my hours between part-time and full-time, which gave me... um, definitely obviously a lot more ability to stretch my wings a little bit. And by the time I got to this point, I I was about a year and a half into side hustling. I was gaining consistency around clients, uh, coaching clients in particular. And so I was able to schedule them in on my days off. I was able to schedule them in during the hours that I wasn't working. Um, And also my lunch times became... uh, like times where I could actually coach as well. So um, I would be spending 45 minutes on lunchtime with a client. Instead of having lunch with my colleagues and with my peers, I would be booking in a coaching call over my lunch breaks. And that worked so well. It was actually awesome. And it gave me an ability to earn an income whilst I was on my lunch break, which was I mean, like so cool. Um, During this time as well, I also had uh, my baby who was at the time, I think he was about 10 months old. And so things changed a little bit. You know, morning routine wasn't as structured because, you know, depending on how much sleep I had the night before, I was still very focused on giving myself time to actually go to the gym, to meditate, to do yoga. But let's be real here. It definitely didn't happen every single day morning and nor did I put that pressure on myself. I did, however, I did, however, make sure that I always gave myself at least an hour in the evenings to just spend on the business and connecting with my tribe and with my community. So this was time uh, around, you know, responding to any Instagram comments, Facebook comments, any comments on my blog posts, my, uh, I would be planning out like things like Facebook posts and blogs. I'd be writing short form blogs. And at this time I was starting to just think about other ways I could grow a tribe. Um, I also actually, and I will talk about this in future episodes, had so many social media accounts. I had Pinterest, Snapchat, YouTube, 
took a lot of time on YouTube. Uh, I didn't have a podcast at the time, but I had my blog, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, obviously. I mean, Cora, the list went on and on. My logic around that was like, hey, maybe the more saturation I have in the market on social media, the more clients I'm going to get. Let me just tell you that definitely did not work out for me. It was actually a fast track to burnout territory. So if you want me to talk about that in particular, definitely send me a direct message uh, on my Instagram page at underscore rubyly underscore and vote yes like um, take a snap of this particular episode and just tag me in it to say yes to social media balance please because I have so much to say on that subject but coming back to daily habits of success I would always spend an hour responding to my tribe and listening to them listening to what they're saying what their comments are what they wanted to hear from me and this is how I continued to build a community this is also how I was able to continuously create blogs. This was also the reason why I was able to grow a six-figure side hustle so quickly. Think about your daily habits. Think about nailing them down and committing to them. This is the thing. It takes three weeks to make or break a habit. And I want you to commit to some sort of habit, whether it's moving your body first thing in the morning, giving yourself lunch breaks and time to expand your side hustle in that time, or giving up on a season of your favorite Netflix like series to just focus on your side hustle. And give that a period of time. Say to yourself, look, for the next six weeks, I'm going to dig deep. I'm going to set up a daily habit and I'm going to be able to commit to this every single week so that... Here's rounding out now. When you do catch up with your best friends in a month's time and they ask you that question, how's things going in your side hustle? How's things going in your business? You can say, well, actually, I've set up these new habits, which has given me so much more time, which now means I've got a website up. I'm starting to gain traction. I might even have had made my first dollar, started to increase the income in my business. Think about the time and the habits habits that you're setting up for yourself. Think about the boundaries in your day job, maybe even demanding customers or clients if you're already in business land and giving yourself that allowance to fully immerse in the business that you're building because you know that you love it. You know it's bringing the best out of you. Side hustlers, we honestly are incredible productivity machines. Like you will be listening to this going, yep, yep, yep. You're probably even listening to this at like 1.25 times because you've got so much to actually get through for the day. So I hope that in some way this has helped motivate you to go digging around and foraging for time in your day where you're going to spend it in value. You're going to make the most of your time. You're going to stretch out your day. You're going to time block. And most of all, the secret weapon, create boundaries for yourself so that you have all the allowance you need to dig deeply into all the abundant time you have to spend in your side hustle. So I hope to hear from you. Thank you so so much for tuning in. You absolutely rock my world and tune in for my next episode. I upload every single Wednesday and every single Saturday. Catch you really, really soon. And remember, you can absolutely own your hustle.
Okay, so that is it for today's episode. Now, if you loved it and you have questions, send me a direct message on Instagram at underscore Ruby Lee underscore. I hang out there all the time and upload my Instagram stories. Now, if you're also on Facebook, join me over at the Own Your Hustle Facebook group. You get to see more of me live and join in on all the fun as I interview side hustlers doing their thing. If this episode has helped you out in any way at all, it would be absolutely incredible if you could A, share it with another hustler who needs to hear this message and B, head on over to iTunes and leave me a quick review. Let me know what hit home the most and feel free to request new topics for me to cover and I'll make it happen for you. Okay, until next time, remember, say it with me now, you can absolutely own your hustle. See you soon, guys.